Sailing God's People with your host, Dennis Beard, talking about the sailing of Revelation 7, sailing the servants of our God in their forehead. And what's the purpose of it? Well, the seal is, of course, ownership, but also protection. And we find that the seal is not only the seal that people being sealed, but it is the people themselves. It is the object and also the seal itself. And we're going to take a look at that today. And uh, the Revelation 7, they're going to be the four winds that are going to hurt the earth, that is the land, sea, and the trees, and said, do not hurt the land, sea, and the trees until we have sealed the servants of our God in their forehead. Now that's the mind of Christ. Now we're going to see in Exodus 28 that there are three different levels of sealing on, on the high priest. The last one, the final one, is the mitre. It is engraving of an engraver, and that's on the forehead of the priest. It means those that are full grown to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ unto a perfect man. Only those will be sealed in Revelation 7. Now we find in Revelation the second and the third chapter, the overcomers. Now the overcomers are the young men. We see that in 1 John 2, 12-14. I write unto you, young men, because the word of God is strong in you and you've overcome the wicked one. Though they're, they're the overcomers. They are certainly, certainly grow higher in glory than the newborn babes are the little children that know that Jesus is the Father. And the young man is the next step in the work of the ministry, not the person, but the work. The first two, the babies, that are newborn babes, desire than sincere milk of the word they may grow thereby, are born again of the water and the spirit. They may not know the revelation of Jesus that he is the Father revealed. That is, uh, that they are born again, but they have not grown up yet into little children. Now, the next step is obviously little children. And I write you little children because your sins are forgiven for his name's sake and you've known the Father. Well, they know that Jesus is the Father revealed, not a second person of the Godhead, certainly not a trinity. When they have that revelation, they know the person of Jesus, that he is the Father, he is the Lord, he is that spirit of which there is only one. Then we go to the work of the ministry, which we are all called for. And we find that in Ephesians 4.11. He gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints. Now, those have to be perfected. Those that are full grown in the measure of the statue of Jesus. Perfection. Full maturity. Not newborn babes that are unskillful in the word of righteousness as stated by Paul in Hebrews 5. They are not little children. They know that he is the Lord that he is the father of glory, as stated by Paul, that no man can call Jesus Lord except by the Holy Ghost. We find that that's not enough to enter the kingdom of heaven. Jesus stated that in Matthew 7, and stated that not all that say unto me, Lord, Lord, will be able to enter into the kingdom of heaven, only those that do the will of God. And he goes on and states that they did know him there in the beginning. They were newborn babies. They were, in the next step, little children because they called him Lord. And no man can call Jesus Lord except they're by the Holy Ghost. 
So they had the revelation that he is the Lord of glory. He is the father. He is that God almighty, <clears throat> but they didn't do the will of God. They began to profess under Jesus. Lord, <clears throat> we've done many wonderful works in your name. And in thy name, we cast out devils. And in thy name, we have prophesied. But Jesus will state, I never knew you. Depart from me, you that work iniquity, lawlessness. Iniquity is not being led of the spirit of God and obedience under righteousness. As stated in Romans 6, obedience is required for faith to be made perfect. There we go now to the person there from Jesus in the first two. Now to the next stage, which will be the work of the ministry. The work of the ministry is what we're all called for, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry. Now, those that are in the work of the ministry will only be those that have been perfected. That is, have obey, obeyed unto righteousness, unto holiness, and the present truth and present light of the word. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, then we have fellowship one with another. That's the blood flow of whichever joint supplies to the edifying of itself in love through the body of Christ. And the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. We have to be in that present truth, for the path of the just is as a shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. That light gets greater and greater as a lamp, that word, which is a lamp unto our feet. There we find that the work of the ministry goes from little children to young men. He said, I write unto you, young men, because the word of God is strong in you and you've overcome the wicked one. We see the overcomers stated there in Revelation, the second and the third chapter in the revelation of Jesus Christ, the last book in your Bible. But that's not the end. There we overcome unto perfection to the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ. And these will be the living creatures, the beasts before the throne of God. There are four and 20 elders, the perfect government of God in the priesthood. But then we have the kings, the king priesthood, what we're all called for. The four and 20 seats in heaven and the four and 20 elders, that's the priesthood. A priest for every hour of the day. But then we also have the four beasts before the throne of God. These are the redeemed of the Lord. Sing the song of the redeemed. We see that in Revelation 5. So they're not angels. They are the church of the living God in a higher glory, which are kings unto the Lord our God. They are the lion, man, calf, and eagle, and goes forth as burnished feet upon the calf, calf's feet. Now we find that that is the, the beast are full grown, fullness of the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ. Now, only those will be sealed in Revelation 7. These are the ones that will preach this everlasting gospel to all the world for a witness in all nations. We see that in Revelation 6. And one of the four beasts said, come and see. What are they doing? They're preaching the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Then we go from the seals to trumpets. Now, the first four trumpets we see there, but then the last three requires a sealing there in order to stand. That's what we see in Revelation 7. We've already seen there's four trumpets there that have sounded. Then we come to Revelation 7. After these things, uh, there's four angels. They're standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth. 
that the wind shall not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. And uh, there was another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels, to whom he was given to hurt the earth and the sea. Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their forehead. Very important. And they heard the number of them that were sealed was 144,000. That's the RMD thousand perfected into the present truth and the preceding word of God. Now, then we find in Revelation 9, we're going to see that in Revelation 8, we have the judgment trumpets of God. And and during that time, we go through those four trumpets. And then it's uh, on that fifth trumpet in Revelation 9, it says there was a key given to the angel of the bottomless pit. And that Abaddon, Abaddon and Apollyon came out the destroyer. Notice what it says here. And he opened the bottomless pit. And there rose smoke out of that pit, and there rose a smoke out of the pit as the smoke of a great furnace. Notice it says, And the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. And there came out of the smoke locusts. That's a locust horde that would be upon the earth for five months as it was in the days of Noah, where the waters prevailed upon the earth 150 days or five months, the same exact time, length of time. And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree. Notice in verse 4, Revelation 9, but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. Without that seal of God, in their foreheads and the saints of the living God and the servants of God that have been servants under righteousness, under holiness in Romans 6, that they will be tormented. They will not be able to stand against the last four woe, woe, woe trumpets of God. And it says, woe being the inhabitants of the earth by the reason of the other three uh, angels which are yet to sound. Those are the woe trumpets that we see In Ezekiel 2 and Ezekiel 3, we see that also here in the Revelation. Without the sealing of God, they will not be able to stand. We must have that sealing. That's growing up into Jesus in all truth and all things, so that we're not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Notice here in uh, that forehead sealing in uh, Exodus 28, we see that there is the high priest given to us with engravings of an engraver. That's the ceiling. And there's going to be three basic steps there. The first one we see in Exodus 28, that these will be for the priest's garments and the ceiling of them. There, according to the birth, will be the first one. Those are like the newborn babes and little children. We find that in Exodus 28 and verse 8. The curious girdle of the ephod was upon it, which is of the same, according to the work thereof, even of gold, blue, purple, scarlet, and fine twine linen. We won't go into the colors now. Then notice that the, the mystery Babylon, the great, the mother, mother of harlots, 
and abominations of the earth cannot wear the blue. She'll never confess that Jesus is the Father. We'll go into the, col- the colors at a different time. And thou shalt take two onyx stones, verse 9 of Exodus 28. We shall take two, you shall take two stones, two onyx stones. That means to blanch or to make white. And grave on them the names of the children of Israel. That's an engraving. Watch it says, six of the names on one stone and six names of the rest on the other stone according to their birth. There's the birth. That is the newborn babe desiring the sincere milk of the word is a type and shadow of things to come that we see in 1 John 2, 12 through 14. Notice in verse 11 that it is a ceiling and it is an engraver, a work of an engraver in stone, like the engravings of a signet. That signet is a sign of tav. It is the seal. That signet we're going to see is going to give us insight into the work of the ministry in the last days in these cherubim of glory which will go forth in the fullness and power of God. Now that's to the birth. Their seal is engraving of an engraver, uh, the engraving of a signet. That's the seal, the sign of Lotov. They have full reached that full circle as a newborn birth baby, little children. Now let's go to the next one. We find that on the high priest, which we're all called kings and priests of the Lord our God, We'll see there in verse 17 that we're going to have set in the settings of the stone. This is a breastplate of judgment. Even four rows of stones, the first row of a sardius, a topaz, a carbuncle. That's Judah, Issachar, and Zebulun. This shall be the first row. This is according to the order of the tribes, not according to birth, according to the work of the ministry. So there's diversification. There'll be different colored stones. A different work. Over this Judah will be the line as a standard there, and that will be Topaz, Carbuncle, that will be Judah, Issachar, Zebulun. Then we go to the second row, which will be the Emerald, Sapphire, and a Diamond. That will be Reuben, Simeon, and Gad, and the standard over that will be a man. That will be on the south of the camp. They're the standard of a man. There, then the third row of, of a ligure, an agate, and an amethyst. That will be Ephraim, Manasseh, and Benoni are then called Benjamin. There on the third row, which is the standard of an ox on the west end. And the fourth row, a beryl, an onyx, and a jasper. That will be Dan, Asher, and Naphtali. The standard there will be, first was a snake, a serpent but then was turned to an eagle. They shall be set in gold in their enclosing. Gold always is the glory of God. Notice here the next verse in verse 21. And the stones shall be with the names of the children of Israel, 12 according to their names. Here's what we're going to see in the 12 stars and that upon the head of the woman when she comes fullness of the birth doing the will of God. She's clothed with a son. That's the son of righteousness arise with healing in his wings. That's the son in uh, uh, Psalm 19. The son goes forth in his chambers. We find that's the son of righteousness, Jesus. Uh, they're coming that measure the stature of the fullness and she's come to the birth. 
The moon is under her feet in Revelation 12 because she's done the lunations, the, the new moons. She's done the seven feasts of the Lord. She's going into that present truth. Now, crump upon her head a crown of 12 stars. That is the prophetic going into perfect government of God. And we find that here, find exactly what we're seeing here in the engraving of an engraver, verse, verse 21. And the stone shall be with the names of the children of Israel. Twelve, according to their names, like the engravings of a signet. That's that sign a life tov again. Everyone with his name shall they be according to the twelve tribes. Notice that. That's an engraving of an engraver again. These four rows of stones and each of the tribes Judah, there we see with uh, the line of the tribe of Judah. Then on the south side, that's the east, eastward. Then on the south side, we have the man, Reuben, and that being the standard of a man. On the west side, Ephraim, standard of an ox. And on the north, that is Dan, the standard of the eagle. There's your lion, man, ox, and eagle, the four faces of Jesus Christ. And they're marching in that which we will see in the cherubim of glory in Ezekiel 1 and Ezekiel 10, which are the same as in Revelation 4 and Revelation 5 to those that have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. They are not angels. It's a church of the living God and a higher glory to be able to be used as a vessel of honor, meet for the master's use, proclaiming this everlasting gospel to all the world for a witness unto all nations. Notice now that's the breastplate. That's the young man, a type and shadow of the young man. That word of God is strong in them, and they've overcome the wicked one according to the will of God doing his purpose, working out their own salvation with fear and trembling for it's God that worked in them both the will and the do, and they've done the will of God. There's one more step. We see it again in the final consummation of that high priest. According to the birth, there we have an engraving of an engraver, the engraving of a signet. Then the oath to the tribes, the best plate of judgment. The oath to the tribes and what will befall the people in the last days in Genesis 49, according to Jacob's prophecy over the 12 tribes and the oaths given to them, as well as Moses in the Song of Moses in Deuteronomy 32 and 33. That's the reason in Revelation 15, they sang the Song of the Lamb, the Song of Moses, and the Song of the Lamb. It's the work of the ministry, which the body of Christ is going into now. Not just knowing who Jesus is in his person, that he is the Father of glory, being born again of the water and the Spirit, Acts 2.38, but it's going on to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Jesus Christ. We're seeing that in the final, uh, uh, that final epoch, that final glory, that final sealing of the servants of God in their forehead, Revelation 7. We find that in the type and shadow from uh, the ones here in uh, Exodus 28 in the high priest. And we'll see uh, upon verse 36, and thou shalt make a plate of pure gold. That's the glory of God. And, uh, Grave upon it. That's that seal, the engraving of an engraver. Engrave upon it like the engravings of a signet. That is a full, solid gold in the glory of God. An engraving of a signet. That's a sign, a loftov. S-I-G-N-E-T. S-I-G-N, a loftov. 
That is the full glory that made full circle from the aloft to the tav. And there we see that is on that gold plate, holiness to the Lord, all capital letters in bold print. And thou shalt set it upon a blue lace. Put it on a blue lace that it may be upon the mitre. That is the, the headpiece. Upon the forefront of the mitre it shall be. Watch it here. And it says, and it shall be up on Aaron's forehead. That is the last and the sealing of the servants of God in a type and shadow. There of the high priest uh, in that mitre with that gold plate with an engraving holiness unto the Lord. They are totally sanctified, holy, both spirit, soul, and body. These are the ones that's come to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ and obedience unto righteousness, unto holiness. They're setting their affections on the things above, not on the things beneath, as stated by Paul in Romans 6. Whosoever you yield your members of servants to obey him of the servants to whom you obey, whether of sin unto death, having a carnal mind, even though they have the Holy Ghost not obeying it, are of obedience unto righteousness, unto holiness, partakers of his divine nature, doing the will of God. This was the sight and shadow of those in Revelation 7 that will be sealed in their foreheads, that sealing of the living God. That is holiness unto the Lord. And without that seal, in that Last three, woe, 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 boo, be unto the inhabitants of the earth. By the reason of the other three angels yet to sound, because they are woe trumpets. It's not the last trump being the seventh trumpet. It is woe trumpets. And that is, even though when that woe trumpet sounds, the mystery of God is finished, that rapture has not happened yet. It will happen at a time there, but it's the fullness of the measure of the statue of Jesus revealed the Christ in you to the fullness and the power of his Christ. Then that's when we find a great going forth, uh, the dragon cast down to the earth, the old serpent, the dragon, the serpent, the scorpion, uh, the old devil himself cast down to the earth with Michael, a great uh, war in heaven. Uh, and the devil did not prevail. Michael prevailed and the devil was cast and his angels to the earth uh, there and woe, woe, woe be unto the inhabitants of the earth by the reason of those other three angels yet to sound. Why? Because the devil has come down to you having great wrath. We've got to have the seal of the living God in order to stand against these wiles. And it sets there that the church loved not their lives unto the death. We're sealing our testimony with our own blood, seeking to save our life. We'll lose it. Those that lose their life this time for the gospel's sake, the same shall find it. Sealing their testimony with their own blood, the blood of the saints and the prophets found in her. This is the time that God is doing that sealing as we are all called for kings and priests unto the Lord our God. Not just simply bored again, not just little children, not just young men, but coming to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Jesus Christ, those that have come to full glory. Those are the only ones that will be able to stand in these last and evil days. Without the seal of God, it is impossible. Therefore, we must have that mind of Christ. The only way we can do that is do the will of God. And after we've done the will of God, he's found us faithful. Then there will be that sealing of God that he will send us forth in the fullness and the power of his Christ. 
and they will take the kingdoms of this world and they will become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. There you have it in the work of God, why the sealing of God is so essential. That is, we all pressing toward that mark. What's that mark for those king priests that will reign with Jesus a thousand years during the millennial reign when he, the Lord Jesus Christ, was set up on the throne of David as fulfilling the word of God in Psalm 132, 11. The Lord hath promised and swore unto David, and he will not turn from it, that of the fruit of thy body will I, that is God himself, set upon David's throne. It will happen in Jehovah Shammah. The Lord will be there for 1,000 years. Those that overcome will be kings and priests and reign with him. Now we pray if this has been a witness to your spirit and the Holy Ghost bearing witness, then please contact us where we can work together. God, bringing his body into one now, gathering together into one and fitly framing it together and then compacting it with the seal of God according to the measure of each part, according to the will of God. God's doing it. Now we must come together for us to go forth in the edification of the body of Christ, whichever joint supplies and us coming together. You can, you can email me at sealinggodspeople at dennisbeard.org. Some of you want us to be on podcast with you. We'll, we'll welcome that. We'll, we will be more than happy to meet any and be with any uh, podcast, uh, any uh, show, television, whatever the case is. Uh, we were on several uh, international or national stations there uh, for a couple of years until the uh, pandemic hit and then financially unable to keep it going over the various stations there, KSLA, uh, uh, their Fox, etc. cetera. Uh, but now... Uh, you want us to be there, come on with you on a podcast or TV uh, station, whatever. Simply let us know. We'll be glad and honor that opportunity to be with you. God's doing it now to those that have an ear to hear. We pray for each one of you that God will perfect each one of us, all of us, and that which is lacking in each one of us that God uh, will perfect it so that we all may be presented blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in both spirit, soul, and body. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Spirit saying, Behold the real Jesus.